Hey everyone, this is Hallie. And this is Adrian. And together we are the, the Bottle, Bottle Blondes. Blondes. This is the Unstuffy Wine Podcast for funny people. You can find us wherever you find your podcasts, such as Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Podbean, and more. Please download an episode and leave us a review. And you can also follow us on social media at our Instagram, at Bottle Blondes Wine. We'll have pictures of the wine we drink for the podcast and our other adventures in wine. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. Bye. Bye. Bottle Blondes, episode 24. Yeah, yeah. such a pleasure to be yeah. substituting for the Bottle Blondes today. It's so nice that they asked us. It's really nice that they asked us when uh, when my manager hit us up and said, hey, you know, you should promote your new winery, which we'll obviously talk about a lot today, on the Bottle Blondes podcast. I was like, I don't know what that is, but that sounds hot. Yeah, I was like, you know what? I told my company, I was like, hey... Your bro's taking four weeks off. Uh, mostly, you know, not that obviously we are not going to be recording this podcast in four weeks, but no, we just but needed like, me time, you know? Yeah, we just needed me time. We just got back from, you know, a silent sweat, well, sweat lodge retreat in uh, the metaverse. So, like, it wasn't actually in person, but. Um, you know, all the, all the like CEOs from like fortune 500 companies were there. And basically we all got sent a sweet VR headset and then we just cranked up the heat in our houses and like hung out together for a week straight and didn't say anything to each other. We felt a lot. I feel like I really transcended that day. Yeah, dude, the vibes like coming through the verse were just so intense. Like I, you know, I, when I pressed pause, like I needed to go have a moment, like, what I was feeling from you all was just, it was it was amazing. It was really amazing. Um, Made a lot of connections. Yeah, oh my god. Like, non-verbal connections. Yeah, Vincent was, like, so on my level, right? Oh my god, absolutely. <sighs> yeah, Ugh. well, can't be in the sweat lodge forever, but we're really excited to be here. Yeah, let's uh, let's introduce ourselves, yeah. uh, how we met, and yeah. tell us about the, tell people about the winery. Why don't you... Uh, why don't you take the lead, my dude? Yeah, first, of course, thank you, my dude. Uh, hey, everyone. Uh, my name is uh, Hunter Miles, formerly Miles Hunter. Uh, I changed my name a couple years ago just to like more align with my identity. Um, but all my bros call me Hunty. Uh, I'm the founder, CEO, uh, CFO of uh, Succulent Czar. It's an app which is a hybrid of Tamagotchi and Pokemon where you. Um, have a succulent that you need to take care of and uh, once you get to level 100 which very few people do your uh, succulent becomes um, an nft Dope. yeah and uh i also come from like <laughs> i mean <laughs> i don't like to tell people this but um i come from big uh, maple syrup bunny uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with telling people that. I mean, maple syrup is like really rustic, humble beginnings. Like, you know, that's that's real hard work. Those trees are hard to yeah. get into. Dude, and like, I don't know if people told you this, but Vermont is like hella cold, bro. Dude. It's no beach. Well, that's why you fucking tread on the mountains. I, excuse my language. I know it's not becoming of, you know, the inner circle, but. <laughs> no, no, I, you're right. I mean, it's gotta, it's gotta be natural. And the snowboard king. You are the snowboard king. <laughs> um, you know, I'm, I'm just, you know, always honored to be in your presence. Like, you're just a, a rad dude. And, uh, my name is, my name is Mac Horsey, not to be confused with Jack Dorsey. Although the comparison is totally welcomed. Like, one time he shook my hand and I, I didn't 
wash it for several days. Yeah, um, dude, your hand got gross. My hand got gross, and you know what? I felt like my mind got clear as my hand got gross. Like, my hand, like, took on the residue of my mind. Um, it's very symbiotic. Yeah, very symbiotic. Uh, so, so, so what... What I made is a, an app called TP over TCP, and it's basically an app that farts every time toilet paper gets restocked at a store near you. Um, sends you a push notification and goes So I was developing this because after a retreat in the woods um, with absolutely no supplies on peyote for three days, uh, I realized going into town that I needed some toilet paper, but they were out. And um, I thought, how great would it be if, the, you know, I had an app that could tell me where the nearest toilet paper was. So I, I made this app, you know, people had a lot of interest, a lot of travelers, obviously, um, starting to get seated. And then, you know, uh, after my initial round of funding, uh, the pandemic hit. So like, I got a $10 million valuation at the beginning. Wow. And I just sold it off. So after that we we're flying high you know going to the sun valley conference Fuck yeah bro yeah absolutely me and uh me and hunty here uh friends call us or you know people call you hunty love the people call you hunty you're my hunty uh um, mac 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 so yeah we met at the sun valley conference um we met at like a, an all left bank bordeaux tasting and we were like oh my god the future is wine. Yeah, I was like, you love wine, I love wine, yeah. I've got a shit ton of disposable income. I do too. <laughs> so, so <laughs> you know, just like a real natural all-American business story. Yeah, and we were like both talking about how much we were really getting into like natty wines, you yeah, know? Bro. Uh, also known as natural wines. Natural but, wines. <laughs> And yeah, Natty Wines are like, they've been around for a while, but we're going to drink and tell you about some today and kind of give you our perspective on this new winery venture that we're trying to, to aim for, which is going to be the first NFW, non-fungible winery. So genius. So good. So I mean, good. I, I was only, you know, inspired by, by your app, Succulents Are. Oh, dude, thank you. Dude, thank you. You're welcome. God, you're welcome. Yeah. So yeah, every time you, every every wine is going to be its own NFT or, you know, NFW. <laughs> and uh, even after you drink it, you still own it. How cool is that? It's, I think it's really cool. Oh my God, I do I think too. it's cooler than the time I summited Everest. Oh my God. And that was like a big accomplishment. For that me. was a really big accomplishment for me. Yeah. I remember the second time I summited Everest, and I thought of you, and I was like, I really want to send in my vibes right now. Oh my god, dude! The third time I summited Everest, I was thinking of you, and dude. how, like, we the sky's the limit for us. Sky right? is the limit, especially we, when that helicopter came and picked us up after the fourth time when we summited Everest together. Yes. Oh my god, we almost lost both of our feet together from frostbite, but thankfully we were able to go to the most uh, prestigious hospital in Nepal. Toot sweet. Immediately. Immediately. <laughs> and uh, feet saved. Feet saved, man. Like, it's just we were soaking our feet. Just remember being like, yeah, this guy's real. This guy's so real. This guy's the realest. Uh, all right, so um, today we're basically just going to be covering uh, what natural wine is, uh, the kind of differences between other terms that are thrown around in conjunction with it, like organic and uh, biodynamic. Yeah, those are pretty heavy terms, pretty heavy terms. We're going to go into them because I know that you know a lot of people like natural wine, but do they get it? 
Not like us, that's why we're gonna tell you that. Uh, all right, so natural wines are basically just like wines with little to no intervention, very little interference uh, as possible uh, with both the farming and in the cellar. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's like, why natural wine, bro? And the reason is it kind of started out as like a spirit of philosophy. It kind of bled into this already established movements in the food and beverage industry, like real food, labeling transparency, and also environmental concerns, like chemicals getting sprayed on vines. Like, I don't want no fucking chemicals in my body. Yeah, I don't want any in my body. My body is a temple, and all of that bad stuff it left out at the sweat lodge last week and dude i feel so much better so like next time i go to a wine i want it to be natural because i don't want to be filling my body back up with those toxins no way man Absolutely. no way i went on like a three-day water fast i also had to go to the hospital again but it's cool i contacted uh i, I actually hit up your shaman bro oh yeah i heard up your herb shaman not your my crystal herb shaman. oh sweet yeah, okay yeah because yeah, you know Herb Shaman, Crystal Shaman had a big falling out, and um, it, it's been it's been real rough because like I can't get them both together at my place at the same time, and that doesn't really work for my schedule. But just trying to like make the vibes work. Yeah, it sounds like a chi imbalance might be happening on your part then. Oh man, can't together, man. Yeah, oh bummer. Bro. Um. Anyway, uh, so just like a little bit of like history, uh, we're gonna get into quick about natural wine. Oh yeah. Uh, so it kind of started. Uh, I mean, a very long time ago, but like more modern history, it started post-World War II uh, in France, specifically in the Beaujolais region, by this very famous negotiant, winemaker, chemist, researcher. He was like everything. And his just name, like a guru. He was, he was like the fucking wine guru. He's like, like heralded as one of the best wine tasters ever. And then yeah. he's Jules Chauvet. That's a cool name. Yeah. I wish I thought of that. Dude, it's not for too late to change your name, ask me. You're right. You're right. You're like the king of name changes. Brands, man. You rebranded yourself. I did. I'm so impressed. Dude, I'm so impressed with you. <laughs> Dude, so this Jules Chauvet guy, like, he studied yeast. He studied, like, malolactic fermentation, also known as MLF, uh, car carbonic maceration. And throughout the 1980s, he mentored all these other sweet dudes yeah. uh, using like scientific expertise to make quality wine with less intervention and using uh, indigenous yeasts. And the process just started spreading to like Italy, totally, and then just kept heading um, west. Uh, yeah. yeah, but I mean, as you as we are going to touch on, I mean, yeah. it was happening in other countries even earlier. Than that, oh right? yeah, totally. Like yeah. This, this Jules Chauvet guy, like, he influenced this major group called the Gang of Four. Yeah, they were all in Beaujolais, and uh, they began to make natural wines under his, you know, guidance. And they grabbed the attention of Kermit Lynch, super hella sick importer. Dude, Lynchy! Lynchy! <laughs> and um, over the years, you know, the combination of sustainable winemaking practices, along with the fact that, you know, Beaujolais was a more affordable, introductory-level version of, like, expensive burgundies, it just kind of made natural wines a hit. And, like, you know, all the way over, like you said, as it spread west, um, all the way over into the United States, uh, 5,000 miles away, to be exact, in California, there was another dude, and his name was Robert Earl. Burton. So he started this organization called the Fellowship of Friends. Whoa, that Whoa. sounds like a dude. Is that dude. is that is that a cult? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's like a straight up cult. Like, so they bought property in a remote community of the Sierra foothills, and it was called the Oregon House Community, which is really confusing. But you know what? They rolled with it. 
and he founded the organization's headquarters and called it the Apollo. Whoa. Yeah, so like they, they had these crazy teachings that were like, in order to become enlightened, you had to surround yourself with opulence, which like I get. But like, I think they were missing the point, you know, just like a little bit. But anyways, they started connecting with the land like hella tight, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say they're pretty new agey. Um, I'm not gonna talk in a lot about what they teach beyond that, but at one point, this Burton guy, he claimed to be in contact with 44 angelic beings, including figures such as Plato, Shakespeare, and Abraham Lincoln. So. Uh, those guys reminded me a lot of that time I almost got mixed up in that ayahuasca cult. Oh, oh dude. Yeah. yeah, you were just supposed to be down there for like two days and then dip out and like they took a real mad hold on you. I remember going down and dragging you out, man. Yeah, dude, two days turned into fucking two months and I was in rough shape. Uh, man, yeah, it's giving me cult some flash dangerous. Give me flashbacks, I'm man. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, no, I didn't mean no, to trigger you. I didn't mean to trigger you. No, bro. I've been in therapy, bro. I'm cool. It's cool. Your therapy shaman is. My therapy shaman is just like phenomenal. I need to give you his number, bro. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know you already have five shamans, but one can always have another yeah, shaman. Yeah, six is a really nice number. So. Nice rounded shaman. Number. Yeah. Um, so this this group still exists, actually. The, the fellowship still exists to this day. They're technically a 501, you know, 3C California nonprofit church, and they're also a member of the International council of community churches so they're real they're out there um but yeah this this cult was happening in the sierras and this totally other dude this painter named gideon bainstock joined the organization and uh, he he started to uh become involved in their newest production of wine so the, like their newest endeavor was making wine and they planted 335 acres of vines by hand on the property. 335 acres, dude, by hand. Whoa. It's crazy. And they started making 35,000 cases a year and they called their winery the Renaissance. Um, it, it was like really high tech production. Like they used a bunch of herbicides in the soil. They used centrifuges to, to filter the wine. And, and Bainstock was like, hold up. This is like making the terroir suffer. This is not how we should be making wine. I'm going to be taking over the wine practices and like, you know, decommissioning these centrifuges. We're going to like give it back to land. I'm like, hella tight, bro. All about this Bainstock guy. So yeah, he, he took over. And after that, they started getting like rave reviews. Renaissance wines were, uh, were called like the best wines in California after they moved to this natural wine process. And uh, at the same time, you know, the Richard Burton guy was starting to get like super unhinged and get to the doomsday phase of being a cult leader. So like Bainstock was like, yo, I'm out. Um, yeah, and cut he, those toxic cut those Yeah, man, those toxic ties. That's what they teach you in like the first day of like CEO training. You gotta cut your toxic ties. Even if it's like your dad. Yeah, <laughs> or like Your brother who's like trying to like usurp you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they always like usurping brothers? I don't know. Dude. I don't know. Every family's got time. It. Yeah, bro. It's the beauty of the brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Together for the last. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> Cody silvered 
ever four times together. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. So, <laughs> so the felt, like I said, the Fellowship of Friends still exists, but Renaissance Wines um, is since closed production. Closed their doors in 2015, and uh, Bainstock still opens, uh, or still runs his new winery with his wife called Clos Sauron. Um, and yeah, most of the vines from Renaissance have either been removed or totally abandoned to the wild and only 50 acres remain. So yeah, that's, but that was like the start of natural wine in California. It was this crazy ass cult. Dude. Dude. There's like a five part really sweet, uh, Spotify, uh, episode, like podcast on it that I, I really want to go back and listen to, you know, after I listen to all of my affirmations and I get through all of those, it's like, I'm real backed up on my affirmations playlist, yeah, but like no, once I there. get through that, you know, I need something for like my private jet listening time. So I think I'm going to dive in a little more. Yeah, no, totally. And then, yeah, fill me in. I'm working on, like, a huge upgrade for, like, uh, Succulent Czar. Oh, dang. Yeah, big announcement. Uh, <gasps> we're bringing in uh, other plants. It's going to be a new version of the app. It's going to be called, <clears throat> uh, uh, like, you know, uh, Vines. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Vine Victor. Find it like the victor of the vines. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like Not like vine, like vines, but like wine grapes, because that's going to be like a separate thing. Right, obviously separate things. But yeah, people are really big into climbing plants. Yeah, climbing yeah, plants, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's going to be huge, man. Yeah, Your platform's so solid. Shh, Yeah. Fist pound. <laughs> yeah, um... I feel like we should get into some some natural lines, just like a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So like, there's a couple um, different things that you might hear come up in relation to Tuts. natural wine production. Tuts. And we're gonna start out with a uh, yeast. Whoa. Yes. That's, yeah. That's like you know something. I gave up bread like ages ago, but like. But, like, yeasts are everywhere, man. Yeah, yeast are, like, uh, a single-celled uh, fungi. Dang! Organism. Yeah, I read a book. Um, Did you, like... Oh, yeah, because, like, you sold off, like, fun fungi. That was kind of, like, the entry point. Yeah, it was, like, the beta. That was, like, like the, the beta. beta. And it was a really solid beta. I was really impressed. Oh, thanks, bro. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you had to start somewhere, and I was, like... There's also a really dope uh, documentary on Netflix about fungi, which is... Pretty cool. I have been too sure. afraid to watch it since I'm still dealing with the ayahuasca incident, but yeah, no, eventually we'll get there. Yeah. That's for sure. You know, next time we like take some mushrooms, we'll like just recalibrate and yeah. like I think we'll get past it. Yeah, no, totally. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so when it comes to natural wines, a lot of things that you hear kind of thrown about a lot are native yeasts, natural yeah. yeast, indigenous yeasts. And basically what they are is like yeast is everywhere, dude. Like it's already in the vineyard, it's in the air, it's in the cellar, it's in the walls. So it's actually just like letting the grapes ferment, uh, just using the yeast that like already naturally exists. And one of the kind of problems with that is, is it's like not as super predictable as commercial yeasts. Yeah, sometimes you stable. Yeah, sometimes you can get like stub fermentations. Oh yeah. Um, because there just wasn't enough yeast to take the wine to the finish line. Um, 
And it also had, indigenous yeasts almost lend really kind of like crazy textures and smells that you may not get from like commercial yeast, like uh, Brettomyces. Oh yeah. Uh, Brett is one that comes up a lot. And um, it can also be like kind of cloudy. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's all over the map. But like with commercial yeasts, which are cultivated, uh, they're cultured, they're inoculated, they're more reliable. They're more predictable, they're more controllable. Uh, consistency is like the main word here. And it's just more of a new world thing. Um, and it's much faster to harvest the grapes and get that wine into production, you know? Yeah, you can like- very wildly different. Yeah, you can go for like specific yeast that bring out like specific flavors. If you kind of know, it, it's kind of like, if you know the direction your grapes are growing or going in that year, and you're like, I want to bring out this specific expression, you might use like a cultured yeast. But if you're just, you know, digging down, getting natural, you don't want to touch that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, another thing that like comes up a lot, which is like super hotly contentious, and I also believed in this myth for a long time, and that's that sulfites in wine are the things that give you a headache. <laughs> Alarm bells! <laughs> ding, 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 ding. It's a fucking myth, bro. It's a myth, bro. Sulfites are fine. They occur naturally in wine production. Yeah. Just means that, you know, sulfites, and you're going to obviously explain a little bit more because you got all the, like, 411, but... You know, sulfites are gonna, they're gonna happen, they're gonna be in every single wine, whether it's red or white or rosé or orange or, you know, like, something cooler. Dude, yeah, it's, there's, there's, there's no such thing as a sulfite-free wine. No. Uh, you know, if you don't add any extra sulfates to wine, it's gonna have at least 10 to 40 parts per million. That's true. Uh, and like sulfur dioxide is good for the wine because it keeps the wine from perishing. Mm -hmm. It's antibacterial, it's antimicrobial. Um, and like back in Roman times, they would like fucking light matches in the cellar and have like matches burning so that they could release natural sulfur into the air to help preserve the wine. Damn, that sounds dangerous. <laughs> yeah, but those Romans were cray, right? Those Romans were real cray, like. <laughs> Just took over. Dude, and they got like super over ambitious and were like, let's go invade Britain. And they like, <laughs> and the Ninth Legion got lost. Oh man, sorry, I'm really into Ninth Legion conspiracy theories lately. Dang, dude. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, I didn't know you were going down that rabbit hole. That's really cool. Yeah, disappearances. Fascinating, yeah. man. Uh, yeah, they like built all those like underground cellars. Like, you know, obviously for wine, but like for what else? Right? Dude, what if they're dude. still like old Romans. Like, they've just been procreating underground. For, like, Dude, I believed in the years. old Roman theory for, like, a long time now. Whoa. Whoa. We should, like, make a podcast about that. Yeah, I think they're actually, like, reversing down. Like, you know how they built the giant Roman Empire? I think they're doing that, but, like, the other way towards the Earth's center. Dude, you're right. Dude. 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 We gotta spread these. We we gotta spread this theory. Yeah, and clearly we're really good at podcasting, so like you said. Dude, not, not to that idea. Let's make a let's make a several episode podcast series about a limited edition. Hell yeah. I mean, you've got five million followers. I've got five point one million followers. Yeah, I'm working, <laughs> I'm working on the point one. It's cool. I don't have the I don't have the maple I don't have the maple background, okay? No, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. I admire it though. Admire it. So yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, like, back to sulfites. Uh, so just so you know, right off the bat, white wine has more sulfites than red wine because uh, the tannins in red wine actually kind of like act as a natural preservative. Yeah. So um, they don't need to create as much when they're just, uh, you know, doing their thing. 
Um, so let's talk about like sulfites and labeling. So yeah. <clears throat> can every single wine in the U.S. Uh, is supposed to have contains sulfites on the label. And it must say this if there are more than 10 parts per million, which there pretty much always are, because right. like I said, that's all naturally wine, occurring. Naturally yeah. occurring. Uh, and then when we get to wines that say organic, that means that they can't have any added extra sulfites. Um, they can only have the naturally occurring ones. And then there's the uh, made from organic grapes, which you'll see a lot, yes. which will have some added sulfites, but it can't exceed 100 parts per million. And one oh, thing that's interesting, really I didn't know that organic grapes had added sulfites. Yeah, they can. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, and like, it's crazy when you look at like, you know, the EU is like less chemically uh, involved than the United States, which is why I'm going to move to Europe one day, just because they're like way less into chemicals than we are here. Totally, totally. In the EU, a red wine can have a max of 150 parts per million and whites 200. And in the US, the maximum allowed is 350. So we're like all about those additives in the US, man. Oh, that's crazy, man. Um, yeah, like such strict but like so much better like way of living over there like better standards for their food for their like people it's just like a beautiful way of life and like it makes total sense because one thing about natural versus organic wines is that natural wines well technically not like a specific designated uh, label usually don't have any added sulfites, but not all natural wine is organic wine and not all organic wine is natural wine. So that makes total sense. Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy. And just like one more thing about sulfites before we probably get into organic and yeah. biodynamic is, you guys, there's sulfites in fucking everything. There's, everything. There's more sulfites in dried apricots, in jams and jellies, in like condiments like ketchup and sauerkraut, in french fries and potatoes, than there are in your goddamn glass of wine. So just shut up, okay? Okay, yeah. Like when I went on my all kraut cleanse. Yes, oh my god. That one time, like I was like swelling up like a potato. But that's okay because like the sulfites were like, you know, really helping preserve my chi. Dude, but your gut bacteria was like fucking banging after that. It was so banging. Like I could like just anything I ingested just came out right away. It was so awesome. Yeah, you didn't have heartburn for like how many days? Like like at least two. Awesome. Dude, dude. This is so good. So good. I need so to try good. that crowd cleanse. Do the crowd cleanse, man. All about the crowd cleanse. Yeah, let's get into, you know, natural, organic, and biodynamic a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, um, like you said, you know, like, uh, organic, it, it really applies to the... Oh, my God. It's, like, more like the farming practices. And like yeah. Not, like, not adding, like, there's no GMO. Yeah, there's no... Yeah, exactly. There's no herbicides, pesticides, chemical fertilizers, nothing added. Yeah. Nothing added is kind of the name of the game when it comes to organic and then also, you know, subsequently natural. Yeah. So, um, it's like a very specific certification though. So like natural wines, like I said, can be made from organic grapes, but not necessarily every organic, uh, grape is going to be from an organic winery. It takes a certain level of certification. You gotta pay, you gotta get that stamp on. I say it's fucking worth it because, like, marketing value, you know? But, oh, like, yeah. some places that are just starting out maybe don't have that. And, um, yeah, so, like, it's it's really just all about maintaining the organic grapes, maintaining the farming practices, uh, making sure you're using native yeast, um, 
and then yeah that's that's pretty much it organic it's like organic fruit yeah it's and that's just also like more uh rather than like spraying like the soil with chemicals you use um things available to you to keep the soil nutritious like using uh like ladybugs for aphids yeah. or chickens to pull up the grubs yeah it's so and, smart dude yeah. it's like an ecosystem speaking yeah. of ecosystems biodynamic wine man yeah yeah biodynamic is so hot dude it's so fucking hot right now it's so hot like so yeah there's these unique farming practices that make biodynamic wines totally separate from organic wines um they treat the vineyard as like a living organism it's super sick. So like, there's all these crazy practices. Now you're going to talk about the dude who, who came up with those in a second. Um, yeah. But like, some of them are like following the lunar calendar instead of the solar calendar for you know harvest times. Or like, sometimes they'll take like a cow's horn and they'll pack it with manure and then they'll bury it underground in the winter time dig it up in the spring and then they'll dilute it and spray it over the vineyard to like feed the organisms in the soil. How fucking cool is that? Yeah, it's like somebody experimented. Yeah. That. Someone's like, well, we know like poo does good things for like the soil, <laughs> but like how can we like do poo cells like TP over TCP? like? It's it's totally like invest in poo, dude. I could not agree more. Ugh, like honestly, we don't talk poo, about it enough. Poo's the future. Poo is the poo is the future. <laughs> and like you know the who who thought of that was what's that guy's name? Oh yeah. So um, this is kind of like the uh, grandfather of or like the Pope, if you will, of biodynamic agriculture. Uh, his name... The Pope of biodynamic agriculture. <laughs> <laughs> it's sick. Yeah, yeah, he was a sick dude. He was cray. Uh, he was an Austrian. <laughs> uh, his name was Rudolf Steiner, uh, born 1861, died 1925 for year, year context. Yeah, he was like only in his 60s, bro, super sad. <laughs> so he was the founder of the biodynamic approach to agriculture. He was a scientist, he was a philosopher, and he also had a very, like, spiritually scientific approach to the way that uh, farming was done called anthroposophy. Dope. Yeah, so, um, for some, a little bit of groundwork here, in the 1900s, agriculture was, like, becoming super mechanized, and farmers were relying on fertilizers and pesticides, and then they started to see, like, a wicked decline in the soil's quality. Yeah. And those same farmers were like, dude, Steiner, like, what do you got for us? Uh, so they kind of developed this uh, closed loop system of fertility uh, using Whoa. the existing crops, livestock, the uh, flora and fauna, and kind of creating this like codependent symbiotic relationship between all of these things. Uh, and he helped us develop these homeopathic preparations of the soil, like the cow poop horn, wow. uh, composts, and certain plants to build up the farm's, like, immune system. So, yeah. I mean, I could go on. He was also kind of considered, like, an occultist. Like, wow. he was really into, like, yeah, like, the celestial beings, like, being in harmony with the soil. He's a little sounds, out there. He's a little out there, but you know what? He sounds like a visionary. Oh, yeah. He yeah. totally was. Totally. Like... That's a beautiful symbiotic 
What did you say? Like circle of fertility? Oh, the, yeah, yeah. I called it a, a closed loop system of fertility. That's beautiful. Dude, if Steiner was alive today, he would have some banging abs. He would well. have like a whole suite. Like a whole suite of his, banging abs. His portfolio would be Whoa, off the chain. Sick. Dude. He would be like, oh my god, he'd be like, probably like, just banging a TechCrunch disrupt. Dude, do you want me to, you know what I can do is I can call up my medium, bro. We can have a seance, we can try and get in contact with Steiner's <gasps> ghost and maybe like ask him to help us like consult on the new winery. Oh, oh my god, that is so next level genius. Dude, can you imagine being the first winery to have a fucking ghost as a consultant? What? what? <laughs> Every time we get together, we just, it's just ideas, ideas, I do, ideas, I man. Like, I, like, we gotta, we gotta, like, start drinking this wine, because otherwise these ideas are flowing too fast. Dude, that is true. Plus, I've got a white wine here, so we do not want it to get too, too warm. warm. Oh my god, but that's genius. Are we ready? I'm so ready. Alright, bro. So, bro. we are drinking. Oh, Sorry, you're gonna want to drink that like, much wine, because it's so fucking good. Does that not smell like fucking brioche French toast? <laughs> it does, but like if you served it to me in a beautiful grassy field. Yeah, dude. Like if you like pulled out a sweet loaf of bread, I know I don't eat bread anymore, but like I can like, sometimes I sit down and I imagine bread and that fulfills me. <laughs> like I do five minutes of daily bread meditation and that's how I avoid gluten, but um, craving apps you got this on download, download I mean, man this is beautiful yeah so just a little bit about this wine the uh this is a french wine uh the aoc is the muscadet savoir and man oh, yeah. uh and the grape here is melon de bourgogne and yeah. this is uh a super dope wine this producer which is the domaine the le coup i hope i said cool. that right this is a very old domain it was a in 1972, it was already in the fifth generation of winemakers. And that guy's name was Guy Boussard, and he started adopting organic viticulture. And then he was certified organic by 1975, certified biodynamic by 1998. And like the current winemaker, Fred Niger, plays like hymnal music to the amphora and like measures the vibration and the Whoa. energy in the wine before bottling it. <clears throat> the uh, soil is a uh, granite dominant. Uh, and as you can see, the name of this wine is Granite. Yep. Uh, the Domain also produces M4H Pinot Noir and Cab Franc. And this is old vine Muscadet, dude. These are vines from 1975. Wild yeast fermentation, hand harvest, no racking, aged on the leaves, underground bats for 10 months. Whoa! That's yeah. sick, dude. Yeah, so like Muscadet, Sevrolet, Maine, like that AOC has like super strict super specific surly aging requirements um it has to be uh the wines labeled surly have to be bottled between the first of april and the 30th of november the year after harvest um and there's like a couple of like sub crews of sevre in maine but like that like every time you get a muscadet sevre in maine it's gonna be dope and this is 
has a beautiful mouthfeel, man. Yeah, it's like, it's it's really round and textured, but yeah. like totally balanced acidity. Like, I literally, like, I almost, like, had a boner yesterday drinking this wine. I think I have a boner now. Dude, that, dude, uh, totally acceptable. Which, I, like, totally acceptable. Like, yeah, I'm, like, it's kind of raging right now. Kind of like the smell in this glass. Yeah, dude, like I mentioned earlier, like, brioche, lemon juice, almond. It's very, like, most muscadets uh, got a little minerally by a little key lime. It's, it's so good. Uh, pretty, like, very, like I said, very famous domain. Uh, got this at Bar Norman uh, while we're here visiting Portland to do this. Do it, man. Um, so everyone should go get a bottle. It was pretty reasonably priced for the quality. I mean, it was like 23 bucks, 22 bucks. Yeah, yeah. That's, really? That's it? Mm-hmm. Whoa, dude. You could just get cases of that. It's 2018, too, so it's seen a little bit of age, bottle age. Yeah, yeah. So something cool, too, about like really nicely made uh, Muscadet is that you can either, it's like really drinkable right away, and then if you like cellar it for like a little bit, it kind of flattens out. Like you can definitely see like, um, like I'm glad we're drinking this now, but if you give it 10 years, it just like transforms into something unbelievable. So it's like a really good wine to have like now or like way later. It's like a, like a surprising cellar, like explosion. For a white, yeah. yeah for like, a white. You know, most of the time you can't age a lot of whites, mm -hmm. you know? They're mm -hmm. So good. <clears throat> it just keeps giving, man. I know. It's kind of like my tongue's reaching out to a little hand, and it's like giving my tongue like a tongue shake. I love it. Oh, tongue shake, yeah. A beautiful I get that. tongue shake. It just keeps going and going. It's floral, it's like round, it's. Dang, that's good. I know. Dang. It reminds me, oh god, I don't want to talk about it. Rebecca. Oh man, dude, when she took off with half of your half of your private jet fleet, like I thought, I thought things were gonna be like over, dude. Yeah. Thought things were gonna be over, but you guys are still talking. Still talking. She gave the jets back, but you know, she took my pilots, which aren't cool. <laughs> Not cool. I mean, those are like my trusted pilots, right? Yeah, absolutely. You can't just like get trusted pilots like a trusted pilot RS. Not that I've ever been to a store that has RS at the end of it, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Dude, yeah, trust me. It's just hard to find, right? I mean, they're in like high demand right now. Mm -hmm. Like, the world's 1% is richer than ever, and they gotta keep their jet stock. They do, man. And like, you know, you gotta keep thinking back to that training. You gotta cut toxic ties. Cut to toxic ties. Rebecca, Rebecca, if you're listening right now, you are a toxic tie. Yeah. And I just would respectfully request that you do not text me or call me for at least one month. So I can consult. Yeah, I mean, I know she's like working on that like tampon delivery business. It's like really rocketing off right now, yeah. rocket tampons, but like, dude, and like respect, like savvy business lady, like super smart, super, super awesome, super fit, man. Like I get, I get why you were two were together. I get that she like kept up to your level and you kept up to hers and that's beautiful, but yeah, Some ties are just meant to be cut. I do. Like, I don't even know how to do yoga anymore because we only did couples yoga. So oh. I only know how to do yoga when there's, like, another person. I'll do so, yoga like, with you. Dude, you would do couples yoga Yeah. With me? I love couples yoga. You know, like, I love balancing people on my feet. 
I love being balanced on somebody else's feet. I think that couples yoga is the most beautiful form. Okay, but I only yoga. do it in a public park where a lot of people can watch us. Dude, I only do yoga in public parks where lots of people can watch me. Fuck yoga yeah. is for the people and I bring it to the people. We're gonna bring it to the people. Oh my god, do you also want to bring our mandolins so we can have a jam session afterwards so everyone can also listen to our sweet mandolin jam session? Absolutely. No other string instruments allowed. Oh, actually no. You bring your mandolin, I'll bring my uke so we can have like different string instruments. Oh, different tiny yeah. string instruments! Alright, man. Are we ready for uh, this rock and red that's gonna follow up? Oh, fucking yes! So ready. <clears throat> it's okay. It's okay. I need to get more of that. It's so good. Don't have a glass of that after. Alright. I'm gonna move on to have a little fact sheet oh. on this guy. Because I don't want to type it all up. So, we're gonna be tasting this really cool, oh, this one says 2019 Sriracha Red Wine. Yeah, you heard it right. Sriracha, S-Y-R-A-H-C-H-A. Oh, play oh, on. play on Sriracha, one of the best brands in like the 20, or like, I don't even know if they were in the 20th century, but yeah, like 20th century. Um, that was a dumb segue. <laughs> No. One of the most beloved brands of all time, Sriracha. So yeah, this is a this is a, a Columbia Valley Sriracha made from um, clones from both Hermitage in France in the Northern Round and from Shiraz in uh, in Australia. So Whoa. it's kind of like best of both worlds. What? It's a I believe it's a natural wine. I I gotta like check myself on this because it doesn't say anything about using organic grapes but it is minimal intervention so it is uh, dry farms no irrigation manual harvest uh no no added yeast or sorry no added sulfites uh ambient yeast it is aged in oak but i don't think there's i think it's neutral oak because just based on the profile it's super like pigmented but it's very purpley Super, super purple. Um, Got a little uh, volatile acidity. Yeah, it does. does. Yeah. It said it was unclean on the nose, but it's pretty good intensity-wise. You get a lot of, like, interesting candy, violet kind of notes. Like I said, you know, like grape candy. Remember you used to have grape candy as a kid? Yeah, like kind of like artificial grape candy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of smells like that. Um, it's kind of wild, man. Like, I kind of fell in and out of love with it, like, several times over the course of last night. Kind of like, you know, my ex, um, Lizzie. Like, oh, yeah, Lizzie. Like, it's just... Dude, I can't believe she fucking broke up with you on that John Mayer reunion tour. Dude, that was really rough. I... Took her to that, and I said, you know what, we're gonna hang out with John Mayer afterwards, and she said, I don't like John Mayer. What? Yeah, and I was like, get out. She broke my heart. She broke my heart. She knew that I love John Mayer. And Dude, we're Mayer heads. We're, it's like a well-known fact. It's a well-known fact. Like, when we hung out with him at the Sun Valley Conference last year. Yeah. Dude, that at was... At Bonnaroo? At Bonnaroo? Dude. At Lollapalooza? Yeah, absolutely. At South by Southwest? Dude. Yes, Austin City Limits? 
Bumbershoot? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Coachella? Coachella. Save the best for last. Yes, bro. Anyways, um, Leslie, this, this reminds me of you, but at least I get to enjoy it now. So, yeah, this is made by a group called Golden Cluster. They do a lot of natural wines. Kind of hip here in, in Portland. Um... I think you get a lot of volatile acidity on the palate. I feel like at first I really like this and then I let it uh, like open a little bit and it kind of just got worse. It kind of just fell apart. But the flavors I do get are like super tart red currant. It's not really typical Syrah flavor, but I do get some ripe plum. Um, I feel like I get some like Thai basil, some kind of like basil flavor, you know? Yeah, it's real savory. Like, yeah. I'm having a hard time finding fruit. Any fruit that I am finding is yeah. definitely on like the more like sour spectrum. Totally, totally. Like, like maybe like uh kind of like a tart Marion berry. Yeah, like just a yeah tart blackberry, mm -hmm. like ones that aren't quite ripe, you know? There's some nice um some nice tannins that aren't too intense, but I feel like this is young. It's a. Mm -hmm. I'm having a hard time getting past like the natural side of it, but props on the branding, man. Yeah, that's some dope branding. Some dope branding. Um, hey, just really quick, one thing I totally wanted to mention that's yeah. super important if you are looking for biodynamic wines um, in uh, Europe, in the EU. There, you have to look for this little symbol in the corner of the bottle. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, um, it's uh, Demeter, so D-E-M-E-T-R. That's actually just the name of the Greek goddess of grain and fertility. So Demeter International Organics uh, Certifies Wines Biodynamics. So if you're really looking for like certified biodynamic wine in Europe, have to look for that. So. Yeah, love the story of Demeter, man. Dude, Dude. one of the best fucking one Greek goddesses. Best. Yeah, one of the best Greek gods. Like, lost her daughter, Persephone, to like... Hades? Like, it's gotta be rough, man. It's like when I lost one of my first apps to like, you know, like Apple just came in and they were like, you can't actually use your own currency. Dude, Jobs took advantage of you. Yo, dude, he did. And like when he died later and I didn't show up to his funeral, that was like a big miss on my part. Like, I gotta apologize, but like at the same time, like just give little guys a little some breathing room. They're gonna get bagged. Like TP over TCP was in the works. It was. I mean, fuck, dude. dude. App, I'm just still in awe. I'm still in awe. Um, alright, so, uh, we have to do this really quick thing that the, uh, Hallie and Adrian said that we needed to do, which is, um, just pick our favorite wine and do, uh, yeah. some things, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I, I gotta say, your wine was my favorite wine. Oh, yeah, my, mine too. <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah, uh, um, I don't think, yeah, I think this just needs a little bit more, like, bottle time or maybe, like, a drink as soon as you open situation. Yeah, it, it's kind of, like, it's real young, even though it's been in the bottle for, like, a couple years. I just... Hey, man, not hey, it's not a real cup you know? of tea, you know, and I bet somebody out there would really like this. Like, it, it is from like a natural wine perspective, like really good. It's unfiltered, but it's not super cloudy. Um, it's, you know, tart and vibrant. It's very alive. It's just not quite the profile I'm looking for. Yeah, dude, agreement, agreement. All right, uh, well, do you want a little nip of this for some seven things? Sure, let me clear out this glass real quick. Oh yeah, good call, good call. Let's swirl it up, swirl, 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 bro. And then, yeah, hit me. 
but yeah, they, they do this cool thing. Um, I think I'm going to start doing it at um, our next retreat uh, that we go to, you know, the one that we have in the, in the Poconos. Oh, yeah, Poconos. Yeah, yeah. the, I mean, like, Jobs going to, I mean, not Jobs, uh, sorry, man, well, Jobs going to my head. Dude, he, Gates is going to be there. Yeah, um, Gates, Bezos. Bezos, Dorsey, like, all of the heavy hitters. Zuck's. Zuck's going to be there. I don't really like to, okay, like, I don't like to sit close to Zuck's, like, I have a great conversation with okay, him. Like see cabbage, him. bro. Dude, maybe he's on the kraut cleanse. Oh fuck, I didn't even consider that. That yet. makes total, total sense. I should be out. nicer. Yeah. I should be nicer next time. Anyways, uh, yeah, it's gonna be really sweet, and um, it's this beautiful thing. It's this beautiful thing they invented called Seven Things. Yeah, it's just it allows you your mind to just kind of like free associate yeah. with all the fucking dope shit you would do while drinking your favorite wine. Ugh, all right. The more you like get in there, it's it's yeah. even more toasty. Like yeah, so toasty. Like a toasted marshmallow, dude. Yeah, dude. I remember that. Ooh, I remember those marshmallows. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, that you don't do gelatin. Either. Yeah, yeah. All natural, no gelatin, no bread, no. Um, Dairy, yeah. Dairy. I eat forage foods only, so it's been a really crazy year, but really into it. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually kind of in the opposite situation of Mac right now. Whoa. Yeah, I'm um, kind of taking like a, a veggie break just because oh, I I've did, heard about those. Yeah. yeah. I just went a little too hard for too long on the raw. And um, I'm just kind of slowly reintroducing carbs and bread back into my diet. And, yeah, um, that's beautiful, man. Yeah, it's okay. You know, we have so much in common. Sometimes we don't need to like have the same diet. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Like yeah. you know, like when our special meals get delivered to us at 4 p.m. every day, um, and we're eating totally opposite things. What's really beautiful is when we can serve a wine that goes with both, both things that are completely different. All right, all right, Mac. Yeah, hit me. What are uh, seven things you would do while drinking granite by Domaine de la Coupe? Oh man. Um, first off, I think I'd like um, rent the whole Lore River uh, for like a three-day festival. Dope, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we'd, uh, you know, like I'd make sure that like everybody travels up and down by paddle boat. Oh, yeah, so like no motorized boats at all allowed, and um, every time we pass each other, we got a cheers. Dope, I love it. Dope. One. One. <laughs> oh man, um, mm. I'm gonna like, I know I'm not like eating dairy right now, but I'm gonna go to a dairy farm really beautiful organic dairy farm with like long-haired cows you know yeah um go learn how to churn butter yeah and i'm gonna churn like a lot of butter and then i'm gonna donate it to a small school of children dude yeah children need butts to, like, yeah like fucking like, butter for the children butter for the children dude you can start that org i'll help you dude thanks man like, actually let's like just give it to one of our assistants they can do it yeah they can totally do it they yeah. can totally run with it like it's already basically fully baked except not because it's butter yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too. Dude. um i think i would invest in cork 
Oh yeah, totally. Down totally. Like, uh, like uh, Portugal, yeah, uh, yeah, Italy. Those are some of the big uh, pork producers. Yeah, yeah. I gotta like um, you know diversify my portfolio a little bit this year, and yeah. like I think cork is like a really big, like really really awesome natural resource that we should be paying more attention to. Yeah, dude, let's especially have, with dollars. Yeah, let's definitely circle back on this. Yeah, like, absolutely. Our, Check uh, it at our quarterly sales meeting. Okay. All right. Sweet. Great. Um, mm. I like, um, so I like lost my old baby quilt. So like, I'd, I'd like, I'd like interview or, or like, you know, have my assistant interview a bunch of older women that look like my Nana and try to get one that really looks like my Nana and reminds me of my Nana because, you know, she's dead right now. And then I'd have that new Nana like remake my old childhood quilt. Oh, like Nana cosplay. <laughs> Wait, it's gonna segue into my fifth idea, Nanacon. Uh, dude, dude. Nanacon. Dude, you know that place smells like cookies, right? And probably mothballs. <laughs> it's gonna be so hot, dude. Oh my god. Oh my god, Nanacon. Yeah, let's just keep your eyes out for it. Nanacon probably gonna happen like in the West Coast somewhere. Gotta yeah. pick a place, but yeah. Um, Definitely like probably Palm Springs. There's tons of Nanas there. Totally tons of Nanas in Palm Springs. Let's get this rolling. Bye bye. They're gonna have like just it's gonna be beautiful. Organic yarn, naturally dyed, of natural course. Dyed, of course, only um, using natural dyes made from plants or animals that gave their consent to being <laughs> to cheer sources. Yeah, yeah. cheer, yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, 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 it was so fun. Yeah, it was so Sorry, fun. man. I yeah. like, uh, you know, like, yeah. I think I go on, you know, the Great British Baking Show. Um, oh yeah, you got an in. I got an in. Like yeah. I got an in with Paul Hollywood. I think like this is my year, and like even though I'm on a totally non-bread diet right now, um, I can still like speak to bread. And yeah. Bread still speaks to me. Yeah. So like I'm just gonna, I'm gonna win Great British Bake Off. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well. Absolutely. So yeah. that's pretty cool. Um, uh, six. Dude, you know what just occurred to me? What? Like the searing high acidity of this wine. Yeah. And pleasant experience that it, and lingering, you know, beautiful picture that it's forming in my mind. We need to summer, summit Everest a fifth time. I'm speechless. Oh my god. You're right. We can't let the almost loss of both of our feet no bring us down we have no. to persevere through our, our falls and our fails and our and our low points that's right man i think we need to try everest before we start the winery bro <gasps> i know i know it's big but we gotta i mean dude i, I think 
I think we'll have a beautiful epiphany up there. Yeah. And like, once we're up there, we'll know exactly where the vision is gonna take us. Dude, I'm gonna have my assistant call our Sherpa and get us up there ASAP. ASAP, like maybe later this week, or you know, maybe this like week's like a little crunchy for me, but like maybe next week. Oh yeah, yeah totally, totally, totally. Yeah, totally. We just do a quick fast and then yeah. later. And then we're <laughs> seven things, man. Seven things. That was oh. really a great, that was great. Oh God, yeah, I just feel like we did like our like business meeting for like yeah. a year, dude. Oh my God, we should like totally be utilizing this way more. It's oh, great. Beautiful. All right. All right, um, 100 miles. Mm -hmm. I've been drinking it. No, oh, it's God. all good. No, it's all good. so good. Uh, Hunter Miles, yeah. uh, aka Hunty, Mahanti Babe. What's uh seven things that you would do while drinking this beautiful whiteboard valley wine? Um I'd probably uh call up my bro, Bobby Flay. Whoa! And Whoa! Um, I didn't know you were gonna drop the flavor bomb today. Shh, uh, you know, uh, it's been a while since me and Flay talked. We got in an argument about Carolina versus uh, Texas barbecue. Ooh, yeah. yeah, that's a rough topic, man. Like, I know. Totally get it. I know, but I think I'm ready to like mend that bridge with him. Yeah. And uh, I think I'm gonna have him just like cook us like a banging outdoor feast with. Tons of stuff he likes to use all the time. A Flay like, flavor feast? Like avocados yeah. and uh, peppers. Dude. And yeah, it's gonna be dope. That's gonna be absolutely amazing. And I bet he would be super happy to do that for us. I bet he'd like drop everything for us and do that. Um, yeah, he will drop everything. He owes me. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, all right, so same outdoor gathering. All right, mm -hmm. we're gonna come up. Call up my baby friend. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, your friend who's a baby. My friend who's a baby. Dude, like, yeah. Baby friends are, like, really, like, an, uh, like, don't jump on this trend too early, because if they're too early, they can't really connect with you, but, like, maybe, like, a year in, everybody's gonna have a baby friend. Get a baby in your crew. Yeah, so I'm gonna bring a baby <laughs> into the crew, uh, and he's gonna be at this uh, dope party I'm gonna throw. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's two. Uh, the third thing I'm gonna do at this party yeah. is I'm going to call up my old friend James Hetfield from Metallica, and I'm gonna have him do an acoustic set. <gasps> yeah, just him though. While we're digesting, yeah, like those flavor flavy flavor flav notes. Yeah, like yeah. sorry, I was just on like such a flavor ride right there. Um, no, like the vibrations from the acoustic guitar is going to like slowly lull our digestive systems. Beautiful. I've been reading about this new thing. Like whenever, instead of like instead of grabbing the toms, instead of going for Pepto-Bismol, yeah. just take your favorite string instrument, get it close to your gut and play a couple strings, baby, and the yeah. vibrations from the guitar seep in through your skin and your stomach and help oh, digest the food. my God. Yeah. Stairway to heaven, except more like, you know, like pour it all out of your butt. It's poo. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah, you... Stairway down. I mean, poo is the future. Poo is the future. Poo is the future, we've said before. Poo Hashtag poo is the future. Uh, that's three. That's three. That's right. three dope things. I know. Next week, we're leaving this party. We're getting to leave in this okay, party. Okay, yeah, going. I can't party all day and all night. Except that one time when we did. <laughs> oh. Woo! Hashtag never forget. Never forget. Uh, 
mushroom vest. <laughs> yeah, so I think for like number four, I'm just gonna get that custom paint job on my jet that I've been talking about mm. for a really long time. Dude. Where it's like me riding a camel, mm -hmm. um, but the camel isn't in the desert, the camel's on a surfboard, like yeah. riding an gnarly wave. Dude, like yeah. totally harkens back to like, even though you grew up in, um, you know, Vermont, yeah. I know that like every summer you would like fly to Australia. Yeah. Like you and your family, super cool family vacations, and you would like spend the entire summer surfing. Yeah, dude, Ben and Jerry would come with us. They were like. <laughs> dude, you learned to surf with Ben and Jerry? Fuck yeah, I did. Yeah, dude, yeah. that's gnarly. Yeah. It's That's awesome. Like, you should totally commemorate that on your private jet. You're right. I should have Ben and Jerry also on the jet. I don't know if they're going to like that anymore. They're all kind of all about not... I'll just, you know, they owe me a favor. They owe you a favor. Just uh, like I don't want to say it, but Ben almost drowned once and he oh, saved him. That's like... kind of a lifetime favor you can catch in at any time. I'd be like, yo, Ben, it's Hunty. Name an ice cream after me. Just kidding. <gasps> oh, uh, four. That's four. Um, you know, I think, you know, the. I think I'm just gonna hire. A couple more shamans. Just get a couple more oh, shamans yeah. on our roster. Mm -hmm. You know, like what are you at right now? Like, mm, I don't. I th you still have more than me. I only have like four. Yeah. Um. So I think. Let's see. I got just a regular, straight regular shaman. I got the herb shaman, the crystal shaman. Uh, I've got the uh, body health shaman. Body health now is important. I think I just. You need your crouch shaman. I need a crouch shaman. You're yeah. right. You're so right. Crouch shaman. Um. Oh, I know one. I'm just gonna fucking buy Deterra, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> buy Deterra. Like, I've kind of always wanted to, like, you know, own that company. Yeah. So I'm just gonna buy I it. think you could do it better. Yeah, I could do it better. Yeah, you could do it better. You could come up with way better smells. I trust you. Your nose is, like, way better than those Utah, like, idiots. <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> or wherever it is. I don't know. That's that six? Yeah, okay. And then for uh, my last one. Uh, I think I'm just gonna buy us um, our own. I'm gonna buy that hotel that you and I stayed at in Japan, uh, Osaka. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna buy that, and we can have like all of our business retreats there. Dude, I fucking love that hotel. Yeah, dude, they give you those warm towels. Like, Ugh. like, like, it's just a constant warm towel hotel. Or, like, the level of service is so good that every time you use a warm towel, they bring you another warm towel. Dude, and the toilet, like, gives you oh. poo affirmations oh, right before you, affirmations. Before you sit down on it. It's beautiful. It's like, this will be a good poo. It's you like, are perfect the way you are. It's like, who and me, who decide? Please. See, I'm gonna buy that. Yeah. yeah, buy it, dude. Yeah, I'm dude. so about it. <laughs> Seven things. Uh, oh, was that seven or was that six? No, I think that was seven. Seven. Yeah. It's beautiful. We should probably, yeah, wrap this uh, really beautiful journey up. Yeah, it's almost time for our three o'clock meditation. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I gotta think about bread for like at least a solid five minutes today. So you don't need it. Well, look out for, you know, uh, bottles to start hitting the, the internet like really soon because like... 
you know, our NFWs are going to be out there. They're going to be totally one of a kind and like, you just got to grab them up while you can. Yeah. And uh, look out for the new uh, version of the Succulent Czar yep. Vine Victor. Vine Victor, man. Uh, I'm out. so, so stoked about Vine right. Victor. Yeah. And then uh, obviously follow us on Instagram for our fifth summoning of Everest. Um, yeah. yeah. Hopefully no limbs lost, but you know what? Visions gained. Totes. Totes. Laters, dude. Laters, dude.